she's such a considered, intelligent, intellectual and um, evolved human being. That's Eva Galambos, the founder and CEO of Parlour X, Sydney's and Australia's premier luxury boutique. And she was speaking about International Woolmark Prize Women's Wear winner for this year, Ruchika Sashdeva of Bodice Studios. You're listening to The Yarn. I'm Ella Edwards, and today we're delving into the world of fashion and showing you how designing clothes is not so dissimilar to growing wool. Now, you might think that that is a bit of a stretch, but hang in there. Let's think about all the hard work that goes into producing wool, from nurturing the land to creating structure and order out of the sometimes unruly nature, and to tirelessly looking after your sheep to ensure every detail aligns so that at shearing time, the wool is clean, lustrous and strong. Now keep that in mind whilst we hear from Ruchika, who, as I said, won this year's International Woolmark Prize. I am from India and I have a label called Border Studio. And I'm in Australia right now to launch the collection I made for International Woolmark Prize with David Jones and Parler X and a little bit about my collection. I use a lot of ancient Indian textiles and handicraft techniques, but try to reinterpret them in a way that anyone can wear it anywhere in the world, uh, just so that the techniques don't die out and they're more relevant for the contemporary times. And I truly believe in um, things that are good quality and last for a really long time, so that you can wear them anywhere in the world for a very long time. And you were explaining some of the techniques that you do use and you are actually very heavily involved in the production of the fabric. Could you explain that process? I really actually enjoy the making of the garment as much as I like the designing of it. I think it's the making that makes it really interesting for me and takes it beyond just fashion and something more sort of wholesome. So we do weave a lot of our fabrics with the help of weavers in India. It's mostly their skill and uh, it's very nice to be able to collaborate with them and use some of the techniques that they have been practicing for generations and they're experts at it to make fabrics that are quite uh, indigenous. But then eventually what we do is with pattern making, we turn it into something more contemporary which gives us an edge of using their amazing age-old textiles techniques and what it gives them is more work because then it translates their fabric into a garment which is relevant all over the world and any woman feels comfortable and confident wearing it. Specifically with the garments that you made for the Woolmark Prize, could you explain a little bit about the philosophy behind them? So a lot of my clothes, what I do is I'd like, I like to think of them as, uh, I like to take them beyond being just beautiful. Of course, to be aesthetically strong is very important, but I like to do a little bit more with it. So a lot of the clothes uh, have two buttons, which means you can increase the size of the trouser by an inch or two and reduce it also, which accommodates for this natural size change that happens. And also a lot of the garments are made using these textiles, which adds a certain uh, authenticity to them. And uh, we also did a lot of 
um, extra weft weaving using the post-produced wool yarn, which means that there is a facility in India where people contribute their old sweaters and they sort it out, they shred it back into yarn and then they weave it again into, um, they shred it back into fibre and weave it again into yarn, which is what we then took to Kulu in a facility which is again three generations old, hand weavers uh, facility, where they wove it with merino wool into a fabric which was hand woven and we also mixed some hand spun yarn with it which means this yarn was also spun by hand so eventually it was a beautiful garment which was still very geometric and was almost a combination of the new and the old which I quite like. So when you look at the garments that are now available at David Jones and Parlor etc in the Bodice Studio collection they are very streamlined and and are beautifully beautifully put together but now knowing the backstory there's a lot of detail that goes into them. My biggest aim is to make sure that the clothes don't look like somebody's tried too hard. I feel that that then the clothes becomes more about the brand and less about the people wearing them. So I really want the woman to be able to express herself with the clothes that she chooses to buy and put on her body. And uh, my biggest aims is to ensure that there's a lot of integrity behind the garment behind the textiles but it doesn't scream that and it really I try to relate my clothes to people when you see somebody who's so calm and composed and when they open their mouth this wisdom comes out in an ideal world you feel like wow that's amazing but when you meet somebody who you feel is a little insecure we all tend to be like hmm we know where that coming that's coming from and I try to look at my clothes in a very similar manner I feel like the simpler they are the more story they have, the more authenticity they have, the more I've questioned where everything comes from. And it's a little bit more about how long they last for and a little bit less about what statement I'm putting out there than I feel like I have achieved what I'm trying to do. It's also another reason is that I want them to have a certain longevity to them. So I don't want you to get bored of them after a year. If they're too loud or trendy, you're going to get bored of them. They're going to be like too much. But if they're subtle and they are chic and they are sort of minimal, they're not so many elements, then you'd love them for a long time. You'd be able to style them differently. So it sort of fulfills the purpose, which is what I want. And so what's happened for you and your brand after winning the International Woolmark Prize? It's been really great. I've got a lot of exposure. Earlier I had the brand within India itself and I didn't know how to sort of uh, venture outside, what was the right way, because in India it works really differently. Um, and uh, this really gave me a foot in the door and helped me understand how the market works, exposed me to the Western stores, which is great. I've got tons of really good retailers, which has really helped the brand and it has gone forward to the next season. And also just the kind of exposure and the press exposure that you get creates awareness about the brand and they get to know that okay there's this person in India making clothes that probably are beautiful maybe we can get them where can we find them so I think all of that exposure is great. Today you've been on farm seeing the source of the fiber that you have been working with and you've lambs and you've um, been feeling some of the raw fibre. Could you explain that experience? It was a wonderful experience. I think one of the best experiences I've had 
throughout working for the Wilmar collection. Just the serenity and how basic it is and where it really comes from is really humbling and the amount of work that goes, the life, the time that it takes, it's really special. So yeah, I think uh, I feel really emotional being here. It's very special. And so from this uh, trip down to Australia, you've launched the collection at David Jones and Parlor X. What's the next steps for Bodice Studio? So hopefully we're going to keep making more beautiful clothes, become more conscious, question more as to where the clothes are coming from, question the impact it's having on the people who are making the clothes and the people who are wearing the clothes and continue to make more beautiful clothes without losing the soul and essence of it because that's something I'm conscious about and hopefully we'll grow organically and see where it goes. So Eva Galambos, who you heard from at the start of the podcast, is, as I said, the founder and CEO of Parlor X and has bought Bodice Studios winning IWP collection and she's just bought the next collection too. Before we hear why Eva bought the collections, I want you to hear just how important Parlor X is in the fashion world and also just so you get an understanding of the caliber of brands that will be hanging side by side with Bodice Studios. Uh, Palarex is exactly as you described it, a multi-brand uh, boutique uh, that has a beautiful, great physical presence as well as um, an online and e-commerce presence as well. It started in 2001. Uh, born by the idea of um, wanting to create a gallery style boutique um, show, uh, showing the appreciation of fashion in the same way that art is appreciated um, as you know unique pieces and um, and items to be championed over periods of time for its um, for its messaging and philosophy of that time so my background is in wholesale and marketing and I, um, it, it felt like a natural progression to go into retail because at that time I was representing quite a few different collections that um, I wasn't able to place. People didn't really understand or appreciate what they were doing and where they were going. So I opened up the boutique um, in order to showcase these collections. Could you please maybe name drop a few of, mm -hmm. the, of the brands and, and labels that you stock here at Parlorex? Okay, so today um, we stock everything from Valentino to Fendi to Celine, Chloe, uh, Balenciaga, uh, Saint Laurent, uh, Fendi, Pucci, uh, Cedric Chalier, Isabelle Morant. I mean, there's so many. Uh, I, I, I feel rude to almost forget any, any of them, but also Del Pozo. Um, and uh, Mother of Pearl, Vilshenko, um, and then a few different jewellery lines, and of course, Bodice Studios. And that's what we're here to talk about today. You do uh, stock Bodice Studio, who is the International Walmart Prize winner this year, and you have bought two of her collections. Rushke has been here speaking at Parlor X um, about her collection, and I was hoping you could maybe recap on some of the things you touched on and, and why you want to stock Bodice Studios. Um, we do stock atelier and high-end um, fashion brands. We also stock a lot of rising contemporary brands that may not have 
the support of the Maison and the years and years of, um, uh, of history, um, newer brands. We, de we definitely do support quite a few of the emerging newer brands as well. Um, because I believe in Australia that's the way people want to dress. They don't necessarily want to be head to toe in Atelier because we have a very casual society and where are they going to go? So we don't just dress people for events and for evening and for special occasion. We dress people for their day-to-day -day, um, purposes, especially if they want to have an edge or um, feel creative or want to make a statement with their appearance. Um, so I guess um, it's a philosophy and a way of life. Um, that goes hand in hand very much with supporting a brand like Bodice, which I was thrilled to be introduced to and was a part of the judging panel for her winning um, the Walmart Prize in January earlier this year. As I've gotten to know um, Ruchika, um, spending time with her, I've had dinner with her now in Paris and in Sydney, and just you know having a lot of time to communicate with her. Um, she is an inspiring individual. She's a phenomenally eloquent communicator, hard to even imagine that English is her second language because I think she communicates better than 80% of our population and she's just, she's such a considered, intelligent, intellectual and um, evolved human being. Um, so she's an absolute inspiration and she cultivates thought and she has a philosophical approach to design. Obviously, um, she thinks about techniques from start to finish which embody what she's trying to convey. It's very clear it, through the evolution of her brand to see her messaging and to understand um, where she's coming from. And I hope to educate a lot of my clients who will value um, artisanal production and will appreciate the fact that she's globally aware, um, aware of her environment. She's trying to make a difference. She's trying to educate through her collection people into being more sustainably friendly. And even though she hates the word sustainable, it's hard to not use in reference to what she does. Um, and I know it's overused and I know that that bothers her. And I don't blame her because it's sort of become a trendy word. And whenever anything becomes trendy, it feels like it dilutes the messaging that, of what it's trying to actually convey. But in fairness to her, she, um, you know, she, she's such a natural and, you know, I, I want to ride that journey with her as well and champion her as best that I possibly can. Well, it is in stock now, the Bodice Studio collection, and it is absolutely beautiful. As you say, she puts a lot of philosophical, conceptual thought into her collection and the garments really speak to that and they're very simple and they're very streamlined and they're very wearable mm. for you know the everyday woman mm. but they are much deeper than that yeah i mean they're, they're simple to a point i mean pleating is her um is uh, the overriding feature that can distinguish her brand um compared to other brands as well um, and I think that she, you know, she described today the technique behind the pleating and how when she first decided that she wanted to do pleating, that it, um, it was impossible for her to not use materials like polyesters, but then she decided that she was going to persevere and go above and beyond that and find creators and find a technique where she can um, uh, still create the pleating effect, but maybe um, create it in a way that would still, you know, have a weird practices and, um, and sustainably happy um, practices. And of course, part of the philosophy of um, bodice is to use natural, renewable fibres and materials and techniques. And so of course, the collection is made out of wool, mm -hmm. which is um, obviously fantastic to hear for our listeners. 
and it is stocked at Palorex as we said mm. and it's available now is that right? Mm. Yes it is available now and I've just realized I didn't completely answer your um, other question properly because yes I bought this the Walmart um, collection um, which I wasn't necessarily beholden to however I really believed in it I, I really love it I um, we've sold some we've sold quite a few pieces already it's resonated with our clientele quite well we are pursuing the next collection which I have bought as well um, but you know not again not under obligation but because we believe in this um, we believe in her product and what she does and I want to work more closely with her um, to also continue to give her an Australian commercial um, sensibility that will enable us to be able to retail her collections more and more so um, that's definitely the aim to grow with her and to champion this for many years to come. Okay, so you've heard about Bodice Studios and how Ruchika designs and creates her collection by incorporating quality and craftsmanship with an environmentally conscious philosophy to marry tradition and innovation to create garments that are at once contemporary and timeless. Do you think this is similar to producing the fibre she uses in her collections? An age-old industry bolstered with innovations that not only produces a world-renowned quality fibre, but has environmental stewardship and longevity front of mind. Well, if you have an opinion, please send it in to theyarnatwool.com and write a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. You've been listening to The Yarn. I'm Ella Edwards, and we've been hearing from Ruchika Sachdeva, the International Woolmark Prize Women's Wear winner, and Eva Galambos, the founder and CEO of luxury fashion boutique Parlor X. Remember, please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Bale and Twitter at Wool Innovation.